And I still believe that these problems can be solved. I know not what course others may take, but as for me, give me liberty or give me death. And so, my fellow Americans, ask not what your country can do for you, ask what you can do for your country. This is The Political Show. <laughs> Hey, 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 welcome to The Political Show right here on Active Family Radio. Has never been better. I'm your girl, Cynthia, but you know you can call me Gix. And with me in studio, we have... Gavin Inslin. Pastor Gavin Inslin and... The Black Knight. The Black Knight. And like I said, you're listening to The Political Show where Christ politics is... Hot politics. Hot politics. And this week's hot politics, we are looking at the question... Climate change, is it science, a political theology, or is it a religion? And this question basically came out of the whole thing. Um, If you've been watching the news, the UK is going through, in inverted commas, the end of the world, (laughs) basically, (laughs) because their temperatures reached a high of 40 degrees. Yeah, but only in a very small part of the country. Yes. Mm-hmm. Okay. They had so it is hot for London, okay, to yeah. get too close to 40. And I don't think there is 40. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Can I just ask, are we are we doing series? You know, since 2020, we've been doing series with the news. We haven't been speaking no, no, like no, 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 different no. things. No, no, no. We've been watching the news. It's so interesting. Joe Biden. Okay, so obviously we're broadcasting live on Wednesday. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We podcasting this on Friday, mm-hmm. so we're sitting here with the knowledge that Joe Biden is is started to declare a state of emergency in America for for the for club for climate yeah. because mm-hmm. it's hot. Yeah. yeah. So if you've been listening to our shows, we've been speaking about climate change for the past mm. few weeks. No, but that's because it's in the news. Yes. No, because I, I they, they, they have a, they have a heat wave. Yeah. Yes. It's climate change. If they have a storm, it's climate change. Yes. Yeah. If it's cold. It's mm-hmm. climate change. Yes. So <laughs> now you, you can't say it's cold because of global warming. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's true. Doesn't sound right. So they mm-hmm. call it climate change. I wasn't saying it's a bad thing that we're doing. I was just saying to show uh, to show how everything is now planned. Everything that's happening in the world. You know, you only get series because they planned. You know, when you watch your series, it's planned from the first episode to the last. Then you're happy. Now it shows how the world is so planned that even our news these days are just series. Planned. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so interesting that's one thing i just saw from our shows interesting we've warned about climate lockdowns yeah yeah we have. true so we joe biden declares future. an emergency <laughs> that's potentially what we're talking about yeah there's yeah. a lockdown in america because it's hot this is another future yeah yeah <laughs> so that's what we're going to be speaking about looking more specifically at what hap- what's happening in the uk like in inverted commas the end of the world type of thing. <laughs> um, if you read the articles or if you've seen the headlines, it's first ever red warning. Mm. Is it red warning? Yes, in the UK. And it, people were going crazy at the fact that they're reaching highs of 40. If they reached 40, like Pastor Gav, do you want to explain more on what we're going to speak about? Now, well, um, we've been predicting that since 2020 that the next, lo- next lockdowns are going to be for climate change. Yeah. yeah. And, um, I mean, now you declare climate emergency because it's hot. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, so now you have a climate emergency. So when does this thing end? Mm. So what causes a climate emergency? 
and what ends the climate emergency? And then the other question is, um, how do we know that human activity is connected to this heat wave? Mm. It's not the first heat wave they've had, they've had in the Northern Hemisphere. Mm. I remember from the 1970s, there was a British Open tournament where even in Scotland, it was hot. It was like over 30 degrees. Mm. This was in the 70s, 1970s. And so, I mean, it was the, 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 the lynxes there were all brown. There was no wind. Mm. Um, you know, so normally a lynx is a difficult golf course to play because of the wind. So it's very flat. There's no, there's no trees. It's just grass. Mm. But whatever wind there is massively affects the play. So there was no wind because it was a heat wave. It was hot and it was dry. And the ball bounced forever, if you know what I'm saying. So the, 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 the golfers all scored very low scores. Mm. Um, I'm talking about in the 1970s. <laughs> That's crazy. <laughs> all right. I know in the 1930s, yeah, in South Africa, there was a mammoth drought. Mm. In fact, the worst drought I've known was in the 1980s. But the one in the 1930s was apparently worse. Sure. Okay, first of all, we had less dams and stuff. And also, it was f it was bad for a lot longer. What caused that? It's, uh, listen, nature. you have heat waves. Yeah, it's nature. <laughs> it's, it's just nature. It's, uh, a heat wave yeah. it just means it's hotter than normal for uh, <laughs> yeah. a sustained period of time. That, that's yeah. all. The same as if you have a cold snap. Mm. All right? Yeah. So, and I mean, we had the coldest winter last year. Yeah. Yeah. July was, I mean, we had a day where it was minus seven. Yeah. And I've never heard of that mm. in Johannesburg. Mm. Yeah, true. We get to minus two or minus three, not minus seven. Yeah. And last year, one week, there was a day it was minus seven. The next week, there was another day it was minus five. Yeah. Mm. You know, so, I mean, also, we, we didn't have a summer. Yeah. yeah. So, as, as hot as what the Northern Hemisphere has been, I remember we had a massive heat wave in 2016. Yeah. Mm. Where we had massive drought. Mm. And I remember you yeah, in Joburg, it hit 43 the one day. Mm. No one died. <laughs> no one died. And I mean, that, that, that time there, we spent about three weeks over 36 degrees. Mm. Okay. Um, and we had a, a couple of days where it was over 40. Yeah. Now, Joburg t typically wouldn't get above 33. Yeah. Or 34. Yeah. So that was massively hot. But since then, we haven't had summer. Mm. <laughs> so 2016 was the last time we actually, so we had a way hotter than normal summer. Mm. And that was the last time we had summer. Mm. This, I mean, I'm wearing a jacket today because it's a bit chilly because it's winter, yeah? Mm. But I was wearing jackets most of the, win most of the summer. Mm. Mm. And we were still making jokes. This is the fourth winter this summer. <laughs> Things like that, you know what I'm saying? Um, so therefore, the fact that it's hot, what scientific method have they followed mm -hmm. to prove that the heat and the heat wave is related to human activity? Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Okay. So the question is, is it science? Well, then you should be able to show your experiment. Mm. Is it a religion? For people that, that would typically join these parties around the world called the Green Parties and Greenpeace, it's a religion. Hmm. Or is it a political ideology? Hmm. Okay, you can lock people down indefinitely, say it's because it's too hot. Yeah. <laughs> sure. I mean, when does it end? Hmm. With COVID, you see the numbers and you see if people are sick. So when people stop being sick, the lockdown has to stop. Yeah. They try to extend it way past what, what it should have been in South Africa. With climate, 
Where does it stop? Well, how do you, how do you prove that it stopped? Yeah. Because if it's hot, it's climate. If it's too cold, it's climate. If there's a flood, it's climate. <laughs> if there's a drought, it's fl- climate. Mm. If it rains normally, <laughs> it's climate. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I was actually thinking about that. I mean, we had rain in winter, now in our winter se- season. Now we have rain, but not normally more than one or two days. Yes, there would in have six months you it's wouldn't climate have the way we've had rain. Oh. Yeah, it's, it's climate change. There was yeah. a year where we had f- where, we, where where it was flooding. Remember, you you were even taking videos. You drive around and no, take no, videos. No, no, but that that was in summer. No, I'm just saying. Then there was still going to. No, no, there was always floods. Yeah, it was. Cli- that was through climate. bad water runoff <laughs> and things like that. Yeah. Oh, so wow. so the thing is, it doesn't matter what it is, mm. whatever weather. If if you believe it's related to climate change. And, and I'm telling you now, I'm 53, right? Mm-hmm. So I was living in Joburg in the 1980s. And by and large, the temperatures haven't changed there. Yeah. Sure. It's still pretty much, it's the same kind of weather. We have yeah. thunderstorms in summer. Sometimes we have what we used to when I was a child called cloud bursts. Mm-hmm. You know, things like that. It gets cold in winter, especially June, July, mm-hmm. especially mid-June to mid-July. We have one really bad month with mm-hmm. cold. Mm-hmm. It's the month when they decided to have the World Cup here for the FIFA World Cup <laughs> in 2010. <laughs> you know, when it gets to the minuses. Yeah. And then uh, after that, I mean, it's, it's, it's a lovely climate. Yeah. And the last thing I wanted to say, when we had 40 degrees in 2016, I loved it. Except for the fact that it wasn't raining. The fact mm. that we didn't have rain, didn't yeah. have rain that yeah. was a concern. Yeah. So that's the only thing I don't like about the heat waves, yeah? Mm. Yeah. Because it normally goes with the drought. Yeah. If we had heat like that in rain, oh. <laughs> Please keep Crops. bring it on, man. Bring it on. Crops for days. <laughs> it's deep. Here is a song by Raging Moses called Vela Seats. <laughs> Bro, this is it. Yeah. I do not approach life on the basis of ambition. Trying to get ahead on the basis of man's systems. We can make plans with stands as the Lord's vision. So let my understanding be planted in your wisdom. That's the balance of your mission. Take us out of orphanages and put us on the Forbes. It's the level that we finish doesn't shore up with our origins. This world didn't notice us, but that ain't where the story ends. Took us out of death and made us into immortals. The seed of God's word is fortified in the soil. Eternal life given to burn with a bright fervor. The children of light serving like heaven visited earth. I'm awake, not out searching for more sleep. It's more deep than pulling up in velour seats. The rich of this world is still poor, please. Compared to God, we all fall short like we four feet. I only came up cause he raised up. From the grave, my sins laid on the Savior. His righteousness laid on us. And that's the greatest change that he gave us. The Lord, you're so gracious. The Lord, you're so gracious. The Lord, you're so gracious. Lord, you're so you gain the whole world and lose your soul in the process Bank account full, but your mind's like a mosh pit I got money too, but kept my peace in the process Seek God first and let him elevate our prospects But that was not my intent, money's not my motivation I just wanna know God and be in God's house like Jacob When he dozed off front lines like a nose guard Where it's cold enough to get your face froze off Most high desires mercy, he is so merciful All things work together, he is so purposeful Jesus sacrifices life for you, you're so worth it to him he is all we need you see this world is no virtue to it at least no virtue apart from the things that god established justice and mercy his rulership is an autocratic my life's changed significant so i feel dramatic and still submit because god's will isn't automatic i only came up because he raised up from the grave my sins laid on the savior 
consciousness laid on us. On us. That's the great exchange that it gave us. Lord, you're so gracious. Lord, you're so gracious. Lord, you're so gracious. Lord, you're so gracious. been a while well not really a while unless i listen to my playlist that i've listened to a new underground rap song that i actually enjoy can mm. i be honest with you yes i was fighting with a producer <laughs> <laughs> so i didn't really have the track sure okay so can i, I be honest yeah i was listening to the fight so i didn't <laughs> hear the song. okay guys i'm going I'm to gonna, <laughs> i'm gonna listen to the podcast <laughs> <laughs> the track was really awesome i really enjoyed it um okay i shall come I think to you i have a new <laughs> artist that i like i'll listen to his other music and then i'll decide whether i like yeah his i want music. to encourage those who are listening yeah to share the shows out yes mm-hmm. because there's information especially with students yes all right mm. So if you're listening, please share the show out and get people that you know to listen. Mm-hmm. Because, um, I mean, if Joe Biden announces a climate emergency, mm. how long before it happens everywhere else? Yeah. Mm. And I just want to say about this. Um, obviously, we're on the political show, so I need to mention some political stuff. Because yeah. climate change is a political tool to control people. Mm. And... Um, I don't understand the brains of those who who have positions of power that are actually trying to implement this stuff. They're being used by Satan. But right now in the the United Kingdom, there is a battle going on Mm. for the, you know, to take over from Boris Johnson as prime minister. Yeah. Mm. The winner is going to be Biden, just a younger version. Might be female. And the the other one is a guy named Rishi Sinek, who's like an Indian guy. Mm. So you might have an Indian man Who's, who's, who's Joe Biden mm. or there's the, the two of the other opponents are women mm. alright so it's either it's gonna probably be an Indian guy versus one of the white women and they, they they're predicting uh, what's her name Liz Truck mm. but it doesn't matter if it's an Indian guy or the white woman they're gonna be Joe Biden mm. yeah same policies and so once this battle's done I think you're going to hear about climate emergencies in the UK as well. Mm. Yeah. 
Yeah, that's true. And this morning, uh, like we said earlier, we are li- broadcasting live on Wednesday and we'll be podcasting this on Friday. But this morning, so Wednesday morning, I was writing an article where uh, the UK actually is starting to implement plans because they want to build, they have a whole lot of climate change projects that they want to build here well, in South Africa. And in well, South Africa? Well, most of Africa, but the country where most of the plans that they have will happen is in South Africa. So s- other African countries is about two plans where the climate change policies will happen, but then in South Africa, about 90% of the plans uh, plans the projects that they have planned will be built in South Africa, like the windmill farms, the solar s- the solar panel mm-hmm. systems for residents and for what's this oh, uh, industrial that, use yeah. and all of these things. So whatever decision that the UK makes in terms of climate change is definitely going no, no, to affect South listen, Africa. Listen, it doesn't matter who they choose. Yeah, this net zero rubbish of theirs. Yes. Okay, and uh, is is not. It's it's not going to change, mm. and um, I don't know if we spoke about it on the political show, but I spoke about it in the Situation Room. Mm. Is the fact that a few a few months ago there was an article where the uh, I think there were eight of the South African cabinet ministers were in a meeting with the Minister of Climate Change or something from the UK, mm. and he was demanding from them we want action, yeah, and we want dates from you. Sure. And I still said, well, who the hell is the whatever Minister of the UK to come here? And demand from our cabinet ministers mm. that they want, you know, X, Y, Z. So, so the thing is, um, um, you know, I, I listen to black people in South Africa, and they keep talking about the whites as if the whites are their enemy. Mm. Th- there are whites that are your enemy, but mm. they're not in South Africa. Mm. <laughs> okay, so I mean, and and um, maybe maybe black maybe they in DA. You must you must do no, post like some of them are of in the DA. Show. Some of them are in DA. But no, they're not. But I'm not talking. No, 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 I'm no, not no, talking no. opposition no, as in. I don't care. Listen to like me. Like in DA, DA no, people no, no, are no. evil. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Let me tell you something now. All right. Um, the leaders of the ANC, the DA, the Democratic Alliance, and the EFF, Economic Freedom Fighters, are all puppets. And that's what I mean. No, no, they're all puppets. That's what I mean. So. Uh, yeah, it, it doesn't matter which of them. Yes, that's the, right. The ANC, at least there's some people within the ANC that are rebels, but they're being sidelined within the ANC at the moment. Yeah. Mm. So the current president, you know, is is a puppet, mm-hmm. and they are rebels, but they're being sidelined. So the thing is, we we have been sold out by our leaders. Mm. Mm. True. And black people need to share the show with black people. We have been mm-hmm. sold out by our leaders. Mm. Britain is telling our government what to do, and I'm telling you now. Many black people think Julius Malema is going to save them. Not a chance. Not a chance. He is in with those people, mm-hmm. I think, even more than Sir Ramaphosa, the current president. I think he's, he's even more in with them. And same as Stianhausen. I think uh, Julius Malema and, jo- and uh, uh, you know, uh, John Stianhausen, mm-hmm. the leader of the Democratic Alliance, mm-hmm. are far more in with these foreign entities mm-hmm. than what Sir Ramaphosa is. Mm-hmm. And Sir Ramaphosa is in with them, eh? Mm-hmm. He's badly in with him. And I think that's why they're pushing the the Democratic Alliance so much, so that if the e- ANC no, they falls... Pu- they're pushing the EFF if as well. If the ANC no, falls, not if. They, they, they jump onto What the is DA. the likelihood the ANC is getting 50%? Mm. It's very low. It might happen. It might no, happen. No, it might. We, might. we might not... Let's don't turn a blind eye to that, because right now the chances of that happening, they're there. At first, they they were not there. At first, I understand they no, were no, not no. there. Now they they actually Listen, exist. 
who are people blaming for all of our problems? Yeah, they blaming they blaming the ANC. They blame. So what I'm telling you, the 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 there is if if you're a betting man, you're gonna bet that they're not gonna make fifty percent. So not not this coming elections. They will win this coming elections. I I bet that they will win. They are okay. So you take our second bet, Alpha Burger. That they're gonna win this, yeah. I I, I can they I can, can win, bet. but I I can bet. I'll, but I'll, the coming ones, that I don't know. It'll obviously depend after the four year period. Okay. They're gonna the reason have. why I'm saying what I'm saying, there's two things that you need to understand. Yeah. The first is, they only got fifth. They only got forty six percent of the vote in the, in the local government elections. Mm-hmm. So they they are the, the ANC is in trouble. Yeah. No, in terms of getting fifty percent of the the vote. Oh, okay. All right, that's issue number one. So they got to, I'm not saying they can't, they might do it, but mm-hmm. the, the likelihood is more that they're not going to be able to do it. Yeah. The likelihood of them getting 49%, say between 46 and 49%, or even maybe 44, 45, to me, that's more likely Yeah. at this point. No, that's true. If you look in the media, everything that's wrong has been blamed on the ANC. Yeah. Now, the second thing I want to say, that is by design. Yeah. All right. All of the the leaders within the country have been primed to do things that are going to plunge this country into chaos. Mm. It's I'm sorry, I don't care. People call me conspiracy theorists, but if you watch the idiotic, ludicrous things mm-hmm. that they're saying, I mean, what is the Democratic Alliance backing right now? Um, they're the saying that there must be a, no. Listen to what they're saying. They're uh-huh. saying there must be a change that the Western Cape, the South African police in the Western Cape, must support the provincial government. Hmm. They're claiming they'll do a better job. Hmm. So, if if that happens, what is what is what is what, which road is the DA going down? Hmm. The road of Western Cape secession. Hmm. So now you've got Julius Malema on the other side, hmm. all right? His black power and all of this stuff. So what do you think is going to happen if the DA declares that they're an independent country? Because obviously Julius Malema is going to fight that, and I believe that's by design. Mm. the same as America I believe what's happening there now their leaders are being controlled and I believe the aim with America for from from like your global elites is to that that America will split into two countries because America is still too powerful a nation even with all the the things Joe Biden has done to wreck that nation mm-hmm. they are too powerful a nation mm-hmm. if they if, if they're still one country they all they need is the right president mm. And uh, you know, then it's gonna it's gonna be a, a, a complete and utter disaster. Mm. So, if you now split the country, all of a sudden that power's gone. Sure. So, uh, what is what is part of the aim? And then mm. you can go into your articles because all of this global warming is actually part of the aim. Mm. If you read their plans, and, and these guys have put out plans. Rockefeller Foundation, all of these guys, mm-hmm. Club of Rome, they've all put out plans. Mm-hmm. They've come out of Bilderberg meetings and all of these sorts of things, which I never used to believe in. Mm. But the problem is all the plans I saw are coming to pass. Mm. The plan is make the governments look hopeless. Let them lose all credibility with their populace. Mm. And then come in with this global government. Mm. All right? So uh, an example of this is the, the, the economic chaos that is ensued in Sri Lanka. Also because of mm-hmm. climate change policies, eh? Mm-hmm. They had a thriving economy which has collapsed in a very short space of time sure. because of climate change policies. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So what are people now saying? 
They need outside help to get that country under control. Mm. Okay, so when when the government loses control, now we need to send in the UN. Mm. That's the plan. Mm. That's the plan. Mm. Yeah. So you can't overthrow them with violence. It gives them a reason to bring in the to UN. To come in, sure. Yeah. Sure. So now speaking about what's this, um, what's happening in the UK. This is an article from Sky News that was released on the 19th of July that says why a 40 deg- uh, degree Celsius day in the UK is deadlier than a 40 degree Celsius day in other countries. So obviously they've be- they experienced the heat wave and whatever. And here they say Britain is less able to deal with high temperatures than many other countries according to the global heat mortality data. Some have wondered why in other parts of the world, like in the Middle East and Australia, temperatures of 40 degrees do not warrant similarly high levels of alarm as seen in the UK this week. But the global picture shows that the UK, like much of Northern Europe, is ill-equipped to deal with hot temperatures relative to warmer parts of the world. It helps explain why researchers are predicting that the current heat wave could lead to almost 1,000 deaths in England and Wales. The data shows that when it comes to health outcomes, a 40-degree day in the UK is not the same as a 40-degree day in Iran. Can I just stop you? (laughs) Yes. So they're predicting a thousand people are going to die. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. How many they predict we're going to die of COVID? Sorry, you can move on. <laughs> <laughs> More excess deaths would be expected in London than in uh, Tehran okay, at the same high temperatures. Yeah. Yes. Excess deaths, right? Yes. How many of them are dying because of the vaccine? Because mm-hmm. mm-hmm. I've seen articles now saying that the blood clots have been caused by high temperatures. The mm-hmm. hot temperatures. Yes. <laughs> oh, Steve. Okay. People are dying of blood clots because of the heat. Sure. And in winter, they're going to be dying of, of blood clots because of the cold. That's mm. deep. Move on, sorry. <laughs> this is largely due to the fact that people and societies adapt to w- warm environments when they become used to them. This includes adaptations such as constructing homes with good ventilation or air conditioning and the public being sorry, consistently aware of the danger. Sorry, can I just stop you there? The Do we have homes with good ventilation in South Africa? No, especially those that are living in the rooms. Yeah. Definitely not. I mean, and how many people are living in shacks? Yeah. Have you seen what the temperature? I mean, the moment's 30 degrees when you're living in a, in a tin shack. You're sweating that mm. thing. It's crazy. Yeah. Um, and the public being constantly aware of the dangers of hot weather, there's also some evidence that people may become psychologically better at coping with hot environments when acclimatized to them. The findings suggest that as climate change leads to warmer temperatures, societies will move to adapt. Yet heat wave events that significantly exceed the average temperature, as in the case in the UK currently, will likely continue to lead to more deaths. Okay, so first of all, um, if you look at the excess death mortality in the UK, 2021 and 2022, Mm. you'll find excess deaths now. Mm. And then they're going to say, oh, Look for June, July, we've had so many excess deaths. Guess what? I bet, and I'm going to check these stats, I bet it's not going to increase from May, March, February, etc. People are dying because of vaccine. Mm. They don't die because of heat. Mm. Some people die because of heat, there is, but not many. Mm. I mean, when we had 43 years in Joburg, it's not normal for you. Yeah. And we don't have air conditioning and things like that. And we don't have well-ventilated rooms and houses and all of those sorts of things. Mm. That's a lie. 
Um, in fact, they've probably got far better ventilation in the UK than what we got here. So here's the thing. Um, far more people die of the cold than of the heat. And I've seen articles out of the UK, a publication called The Daily Skeptic, mm. showing that something three or 6,000 people die annually of the cold mm. in the UK. Sure. Annually means every year. That's mm. deep. Sure, that's crazy. Here is a song by Serene Poems called Vibration. Feel the vibrations. Feel the vibe. Feel the vibrations. Feel the vibe. Feel the vibrations. Feel the vibe. Feel the vibrations. God body the beat reached ultimate beast mode, giving you everything via calm has vetoed. Power to the people, political pushback. Dope beat, dope balls that raw real rap by cats that look like dudes you know. No rainbow hair, face tats and strange clothes. Raise a limb high, pump five like Ben Folds. Dripping in flows, sifting out fools, golds. No Casio beats, feel this in your soul. Heavy bass lines, the weights and drum rolls. Loose and chop samples, the vibes are ample. Line up with the movement to get yourself trampled. Every mic is manhandled with authority. 300 Spartan approach, prepare for glory. The scene can get gory. Blood on the floor, I'll spit it all out and give y'all more. Who got the vibe? We got the vibe. We got that sound, cause y'all want that. And I got to go, got me feeling hot while I hurdled the obstacle. Take a sister, Rosetta thought to the rock and roll. Hit you with the hit it through the impossible. Breaking down emotion, but it's hard to define. So we just call it a vibe. You know you know when your soul is alive. I know I know what I think, but it's not what I feel. So peace be still. Is anything real? Is anything true? I do what I do. I feel like a fake. I'm full of mistakes that overshadow my purpose. Bow gonna break. I only show them the surface. Cause when I pull back the curtains, it gets too messy to sweep up dust. My brain hurt. I'm about to give it to you 24 7 on the vibraphone. Serene poems translating the zone. Hit your ride on an angel that was taking me home. It's kind of funny we don't take what we own. Vibe. Who got the vibe? We got the vibe. We got that sound. Cause y'all want that.
remember, Christ music is heart music. That was Vibrations by Serene Poems. That song was good. It was really, really awesome as well. I heard that one. <laughs> so now the production guy repented. <laughs> yeah, there was so no now I was able to listen to this one. <laughs> and so we are basically speaking about this whole, well, we've been for a while and stuff, speaking about the climate change and the the agenda behind climate change. And we're answering today the question of whether it is a science, whether it is a political ideology, or whether it is a religion. And... Um, if you've listened to our previous shows, you would have heard Pastor Gavin speaking about creationists and a site called creation.com. And um, we actually have an article that was released. Yeah, and just to, just to mention, yeah. um, when, you, when you look at this whole climate change thing, people are needing to understand that it is based on evolution. Yes. Um, climate change philosophy doesn't work in a creationist model. Yeah. Uh, I mean, in fact, and even in an intelligent design model, yeah, you know, there's going to be some serious questions. Mm. Um, and uh, obviously, evolution is, is assumes now that the temperatures we're going to be going to are hotter than ever before, which isn't actually true. Yeah, <coughs> it's not actually true. So um, I, I just want want people to understand um, the climate change philosophy from a science point of view depends on the theory of evolution. Yeah. So if evolution is false, climate change cannot be true. Yeah. yeah. If you study it, you'll find that out. Yeah. And and one of the biggest things here is where do you stand as a Christian with this whole thing? Because what has happened is that there's there's this tug of war that happens in the Christian community of should we stand for climate change or should we stand against climate change and what is the politically correct thing to do as a Christian and stuff and I love how this article actually put this whole thing together and I didn't the article is quite long so if you do go onto their website which is creation.com um, and you will find the article there. But um, I took specific parts in the article that basically speak about um, the whole global warming, climate change, and, and stuff. So it's titled Anthropogenic Global Warming, A Biblical and Scientific Approach to Climate Change. And a question that they ask is, is climate change just a matter of science? And this is what they say, Martin Eilis head of Australian Christian Lobby, says that we must ask what worldview drives the climate change agenda. Where are these people coming from? Without a doubt, the worldview driving the alarmism is not Christian. It is humanistic and neo-Marxist. It is a Babel mentality. People seem to think that they can be like God, even controlling the weather, and as Jesus did when he stilled the storm on Lake Galilee. On the other hand, if humans are contributing to environmental problems, we should address these issues proactively, as long as the cure isn't worse than the disease. Indeed, many environmental problems of yesteryear have already been remedied in many countries. For example, the handling of nuclear waste, cleaning up car exhaust, uh, wanton dumping of toxic materials, and so on. However, problems still remain, like microplastics and overfishing of critical stocks. Statements by leaders, uh, so that's basically what he's speaking about um, 
in terms of climate change, basically saying that, listen, there are environmental problems. Pollution is a real thing. Um, people dumping plastics in the sea that are causing uh, stuff with the fish and all of those things are real. But you can't really say that that is because that uh, that will result in climate change or whatever. Then later in the article, he says. Statements by leaders of climate change of the climate change movement show that it has become a vehicle for globalization and wealth redistribution. For example, the German economist and IPCC official Ottmar Edenhofer, which this is basically the mainstream view, says, but one must say clearly that we redistribute de facto the world's wealth by climate policy. Obviously, the owners of coal and oil will not be enthusiastic about this. One has to free oneself from the illusion that international climate policy is environmental policy. This has almost nothing to do with environmental policy anymore, with problems such as deforestation or the ozone hole. And he said this in 2010. Uh, and was, it was reported in the New Zurich Times. So he said this in 2010. And then for a non-mainstream view, uh, the Extinction Rebellion, also known as XR, co-founder Stuart uh, Baston in 2019 said, and I'm here to say that XR isn't about the climate. You see, the climate's breakdown is a symptom of a toxic system that, is, that has infected the ways we relate to each other as humans and to all life. He goes on to use neo-Marxist rhetoric, criticizing heteronormativity, patriarchy and white supremacy and class hierarchy. He says XR is about fixing the system that is destroying western society so before i go on with that what are your thoughts on that okay i'd just like you to think about uh, i love that quote that that you that the article mentions there about extinction rebellion i don't know if you know if, if, who extinction rebellion is no the guys that have been gluing themselves to roads in places like the uk okay and i think australia as well so blocking oh yes traffic. yes i actually have seen them um and so what what does the founder there say well, he says that it's got nothing to do with climate. Yeah. So redistributing, you know, all of this. But who do they redistribute it to? Mm. It's the same as what Julius Malema says in South Africa. Mm. We're going to take the land, you know, and black people think he's, he's thinking we. No, mm. he's thinking me and my friends are going to take back the land. Yeah. And we're black. So when we take it, we're going to take it on behalf of all blacks and, you know, all of that. So they're actually talking nonsense. And then... The World Health Organization simultaneously is talking about the equitable distribution of medicines. Mm. It's the same kind of language. Yeah. So it's all got one common agenda. It's got nothing, and they themselves are saying it's got nothing to do with climate. Yeah. So the whole thing's a lie. So then why are we doing this stuff? Mm -hmm. So because that Steve guy says the system is broken, what gives him the right to say it's broken? Yeah. And do we agree with him? Do the masses agree with him? Mm. I thought we fought democracy. Yeah. Yeah. Black Knight. Um, first things first, just to say I'm still still shocked with what um with what um Pastor Kevin was sharing bef um with the last segment. That was yeah, that was interesting to to to, to, to actually glue everything together and that we're gonna blame the the 
deaths, the excess deaths on the climate. And then I actually forgot about the vaccine that that's actually still happening. It's still in play. So for me, it's interesting what, yeah, this thing has, has been planned out. And yeah, I don't really have to say much about the whole climate thing and what they're saying because yeah, we all know it's all nonsense what they're talking about. Yeah. And the article continues and it says, furthermore, there is an inconsistency between the walk in inverted commas and the talk in inverted commas about global concern. If the concern was truly about saving the planet from global warming due to human generated CO2, surely the greatest sources of the CO2 should be the main target for the action. Then why when China is the world's largest CO2 uh, Produces that's carbon, right? CO2 is carbon. <laughs> I'm just gonna say carbon. Carbon dioxide. Yes, carbon dioxide producer is no one protesting outside Chinese embassies. Australia, for example, contributes just 1.2 percent of the world's emissions, and yet is targeted for So I have to activism. interrupt again. Yeah. Yep. I yes. can't see that Australia. <laughs> is, doesn't like I cannot this. see that Australia is contributing 1.2 percent of the world's carbon. I, just the same as in previous uh, shows. Yeah. I can't see that South Africa is producing 1.3 percent of the world's carbon emissions. <laughs> yes. I don't even think Australia and South Africa together are producing 1.2 percent of China's emissions alone. Yeah. Never mind the world. Mm. That is nonsense. Yeah. 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 That is absolute trash. Yes. Sure. Yeah. No, I mean, and, and, and these guys quote these things <laughs> as if they're accurate. <laughs> <laughs> you know what the, the thing is, Ne? I mean, sorry, China and India, hey. <laughs> oh, 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 over two and a half billion oh, of the world's population. <laughs> yeah, no, it's true, actually. Sure. So now a country like Australia, which has got like 30 million odd people, <laughs> and a country like Saviour, which has got like 60 million odd people, are contributing 1.2 and 1.3% each of all the carbons. And in India, and, and 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 I mean, we're not even. I mean, now come on, man. <laughs> it's deep. And, yeah. and and right now, China is building coal-fired power stations all over the place. Yeah, yep. they're yeah. not stopping for and anyone. They're, they're the they biggest producer of coal yes. in the world. Yeah, and not stopping for anyone. <laughs> and that's what they're saying in this article. They're saying, but yes. the, the the article says one point two percent. there's no way Australia is producing one point two percent of the world's carbon. <laughs> They, they, they might be producing 1.2% of China's carbon. Okay. <laughs> there, there's no way. I'm sorry. There's no way. <laughs> so whatever percent, that very little percent that Australia is producing. <laughs> All I'm saying is if you want to make my pastor angry, mention a percentage. <laughs> of the world's emission, yet is a target for activism. Yet if its emissions disappeared completely with Australia reduced to a pre- industrial age it would not make a detectable difference in the world's carbon levels so that's what they're saying so if they were thinking about saving the world there's china like and there's india and then there's south africa and australia that if all the carbon had to disappear in these countries it wouldn't even make Listen, a dent in what they say removed all the carbon in africa yeah the whole continent it's not going to make a difference. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, no, that's true. And then it carries and says, while many people have genuine, genuine environmental concerns, the radical activist leaders apparently want to undermine the e 
economies of the West and not save the planet. However, to further their true agenda, they need to recruit lots of people who will support radical changes to save the planet, in inverted commas. In doing so, many innocent people, particularly naive young people, including Christians, are getting caught up in what is ultimately a very destructive agenda. Then the next thing they speak about in Matthew 7 verse 16, it speaks about how Jesus says, um, you will know them by their fruit. And the fruit of, 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 of climate change or climate activism is failed predictions. And I'm just going to go through sa- three predictions that you know, I'll just, failed. yeah, we yeah. can talk about the predictions, but it's always f- also failed states. Yes, like the 1.2. One, <laughs> South Africa's 1.3% of the world's carbon emissions. Yeah. What a load of trash. I mean, Iceland over the last 10 years has probably had more emissions than South Africa. Yeah. Because they've had two massive volcanoes. Yeah. And each one of those volcanoes, every hour pumps out more carbon than the entirety of Actually. human, Actually. human uh, carbon emissions for 10 years. Actually. Sure. Mm. It's crazy. Have you seen how much carbon those things? Mm. I mean, the carbon falls on you as like sand. <laughs> <laughs> There's so much carbon that comes out of a, a volcano. Yeah, Actually. yeah. I, I mean, the, 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 a number of years ago, that one, that one volcano in Iceland actually interrupted air traffic mm. across the entire northern hemisphere, mm. and it even disrupted air traffic in the southern hemisphere. Mm. Mm. Sure. It's deep. Yeah, that was yeah, and, it and was guys, quite hard. And and for everyone who was <laughs> everyone who's watching, my pastor was watching that thing each and every day. There are times where I also watched no, it. No, no, I'm not talking about the one that stopped the air traffic. Yes, okay. That, that, I was that talking other about one that, that I was one. watching was during lockdowns. Yeah, that so there was no air traffic. There you are watching every time I watch. I watch. I see my pastor just was <laughs> watching the the lava just going down, and then I'm like, wow, pastor, wow. <laughs> sure. So you can't fight with him. <laughs> yeah. So the three predictions are: the first one was anyone who remembers the 1970s will recall that they were all going to freeze in another ice age. Of course, because of carbon. Yes, <laughs> we could not do anything about that. So some of the same experts who were running with that switched to global warming and then when the temperature data did not match the models that gave the dire predictions it morphed into climate change like Pastor Gavin was speaking mm-hmm. about earlier also popular were acid rain and the ozone layer and yeah yeah there was even a, um, a song in the 80s like acid rain yeah, I know there was Falling lots of down. books that came out in the... No, but they said that all the buildings in, in Europe were being eaten away by acid rain. Mm. Sure, <laughs> that's crazy. <laughs> and then oh, wow. in 1989, the UN said entire nations will be wiped out by the year 2000 if sea levels rises are not stopped. <laughs> that was we, we have to no. save the world within 10 years. <laughs> that's basically... <laughs> that's, that's true. Uh, did this happen? No. Tuvalu, a Pacific Ocean nation of atoll islands, is a favorite poster child for this claim. However, Tuvalu has increased 3% in land area over the last 40 years. A survey published in 2018 of 30 Pacific and Indian Oceans atolls, including 709 islands, reveal that no atoll has lost land area in the recent decade. And then the last one in 2007, Dr. Tim uh, Flannery, an evolutionary mammalogist who headed up the Australian government's 
Climate Change Unit predicted that even the rain that would fall would not be enough to fill reservoirs. Australia has had major floods now, since you then. You see, this is the big thing. These climate, whatever you want to call them, experts yeah. said that areas like South Africa mm. and Australia yeah. were going to have drought. Floods, yeah. And we've had floods. <laughs> yeah. Actually. So now... They, they 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 conveniently forget that. Yeah, I mean I, I can. There's movies where you see in Australia and it's hot. <laughs> yes. <laughs> okay. So if it's hot in Australia, it must be close to fifty degrees. Yeah. Because it, it gets to it gets to forty plus, mm. even in places like Sydney. Yeah. So even Melbourne. Hmm. You know Melbourne had a heat wave so bad during the Australian Open a number of years ago, that uh, there was a cricket. They filmed it on the 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 court, mm. and the thing fried. <laughs> <laughs> sure, that's crazy. <laughs> that's deep. But I mean, Melbourne can often hit forty. Yeah, it's not that unusual. But the, the, I mean, when the cricket fries on the on the tennis court. <laughs> sure. And then, um, just quickly to end off the article, it says it seems like every major weather-related event gets opted by climate change activists. Hashtag. Um, well, that's what, it, that's what I said earlier. Mm. Yeah. If it's hot, it's climate change. Yes. If it's cold, it's climate change. Exactly. If there's a drought, it's climate change. Yes. If it's a flood, it's climate change. If there's normal weather, it's still climate change. <laughs> they called the 2019 bushfires in Australia unprecedented and attributed them to climate change. They except were most that, Except <laughs> that when South Africa was touring Australia mm. cricket in like, yeah. was a two, 2003, 2004 season. There was massive bushfires in in Sydney, yeah, and uh, parts of Sydney burnt down. Mm. Just the the last bushfires were worse mm. because houses had gone further into the forests. Mm. Sure, so yeah. From the two thousand and three time. Mm. Yeah, sure. And what's this? Fake. They said they were most definitely not unprecedented in terms of either lives lost or areas burned. For example, in the 1838 to 1839, ni- sorry, 1938 to 1939 fire season, over 80 lives were lost in bushfires in v- Victoria compared to the 34 in the recent fires. And the 5 million acres burnt compared to the 117 million acres in the fires of 1974 and, and 1975. So the, they call that an event because of climate change and stuff but there's stats that prove that less people actually died compared okay, to can i tell you even worse yeah you know in california they said the fires were being caused by climate change yeah and and then when you start investigating the, there was arson people, yes people, actually that's people true. were making the fires yes that's actually the same has happened in the uk this week really uh, buildings burning because of the seat mm. burning <laughs> and meantime it's arson people have been setting buildings on fire and you it's know, crazy. Yeah, I mean, yeah, no, I'm, and I'm, I feel like people are sent to do that, but mm. let's not be conspiracy theorists, right? And then mm. lastly... Haven't you seen, we've had a lack of fires. Yeah. Because normally Johannesburg, all the grasslands get burnt. Mm. Yes, that's We true. call them felt fires. Yes. And we haven't had... There's, the, normally everywhere is black. Mm. And mm. maybe it's because we've had more rain than normal. Probably. So I the, saw the grass one recently but just one yeah but i mean normally wherever you drive it's black Mm. everything's burnt Mm. so we have fires every year so now the lack of fires is that climate change (laughs) as well i don't know and then lastly political agendas associated with climate change and alarmism much of the misinformation e.g. arguments that the droughts and bushfires in australia and everywhere else are due to climate change comes from the 
politicians who are using environmentalism as a vehicle to push for sweeping social and political change. They are using fear to generate public support to get their ideas implemented. As a prominent civil servant in the Tony Blair era of UK politics said, concerning um, stuff over climate change, in order to manage risk, you must scare people. The approach of the more radical parties to saving the earth is to depopulate it. They push for political for policies that kill people, abortions up to term with no limitations, infanticide. Yeah, infanticide, which yes. is killing of babies that have been born. Euthanasia, free and easy drugs, transgenderism and rainbow politics, all of these will create misery, kill people and decrease the breeding of people. Look up their manifestos. This article is amazing. Yeah, the problem is it doesn't get enough Exactly, yeah. Enough enough airplay. Yeah. Yeah, so just from a spiritual point of view, because we're running out of time. We've been we've been we've been on it today, you know what I mean? Yeah. But um obviously it said there that you'll know them by their fruit. Mm. So I'd like to just talk on that verse. You'll know them by their fruit. Yeah. And their fruit is the fruit of death. Yeah. All right. The, the world's elite, the, the fruit, their fruit is the fruit of death. And this, this climate change, you know, people say COVID is the biggest hoax ever. Climate change is the biggest hoax ever. Yeah. It's a hoax. Mm. Um, you, you've gone through, and, and I mean, you, you went through some predictions that were made mm. that proved to be false. Uh, I mean, you know, we could sit here for six hours Literally. talking about mm-hmm. false. I mean, the, the false predictions are, 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 are incredible. I always thought that the Java witnesses had a lot of false predictions. <laughs> Listen, they can learn something from these climate dates. <laughs> wow. Okay, they can really learn something from these climate dates. I didn't see that one coming. <laughs> okay. so, so at the end of the day, um, you know, what, what I want to say here is, is that um, the only way for this to change is through a massive revival. Yeah. Because... We've got an el- a world elite system that yeah. is actively working to destroy the economy that people will starve to death and to rob people of their energy. Mm. Yeah. And it's evil yeah. and it's of the devil. Yeah. And it's time that the church starts standing up against that yeah. because this and things like abortion are, are the plan of the enemy. Yeah. And um, there's nothing more dangerous for us right now than that. Yeah. Yep. yeah. This has been the political show. Right here on Active Family Radio has never been better. I'm your girl Cynthia, but you know you can call me Gix. And with me in studio, we've had Gavin Instant, Pastor Gavin Instant, and the Black Knight. The Black Knight, where Christ politics is hot politics. Hot politics. Active FM Radio has never been better.